Get ready, it's time. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Each episode of Motherhood Talk Radio features guests who all have a story, experts in their field, and information you won't want to miss. We bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms facing some tough challenges, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Reese Thomas, and we are talking today about relationships. Now, he wrote a great book called Five Life Purpose Profiles, and it kind of categorizes people into five easy, kind of good and bad qualities. I guess bad is a, a bad way to put it, but like he calls it when we're in defense, but it's like, you know, the stuff we do when we're stressed or uncomfortable or, you know, go into weirdness. Um, but what's cool about this is it's really helpful for your kids. It's really helpful for understanding your spouse and what they need, and it's helpful for understanding what you need. So we're going to go over the five uh, life purpose profiles, and we're going to talk about what it's like when we're in our positive or when we're in our defense, and then we're going to relate it to long-term relationships, because I really believe that one of the things that happens in a relationship that goes south is when we're not getting our needs met, when we're not feeling fulfilled, because then we're like, well, why are we in this relationship anyway if we're not getting our needs met and we all have different needs and that's one of the things that this five life purpose profile book taught me by Reese Thomas uh, that if we don't get our needs met then problems happen. And how do we know what people's needs are? It's hard for us to sit down and go, what are your needs? Because a lot of times we don't even know what our needs are. So it's really cool because this gives you like a leg up. It gives you a step ahead. It allows you to understand yourself and your children and your spouse and your family better. So you can kind of give them what they need um, in, you know, your relationship is what we want. We want to make our partners, our kids, our spouses, everybody happy. Uh, Reese, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sandra. Glad to be here. So the five life purpose profiles, you want to give us a rundown. I know this is the is a is a show in a series, but for those people joining us, you can find these other shows on iTunes. Just go to the Motherhood Talk Radio. Um and uh, pick up the other shows. But for those just joining us today, let's go over the five life purpose profiles quickly. Sure. Uh, The five life purpose profiles are, uh, and when we're talking about them in relationship, these are, these are the five kinds of people that you, that you are dealing with every day in your life and everybody knows them and you're interacting with them, but you just don't notice a lot of times because we have people, you know, we're, we're told that everybody's the same and it's just all, it's all nurture. It's like what you got in your life. That's why you are the way you are. But the truth is, is that, is that, you know, people that are just, they're just not always present. They're up in their head and they're thinking in they're very artistic and they're and they don't uh, you know they don't conform to the way other people think they're always thinking you know thoughts and they have, may have a little anxiety but they're up in, but they're up in their head and they spin a lot in their heads and they and they definitely when you're talking to them aren't always paying attention and we call those people the creative idealist and they are they tend to be the artistic ones or mathematical ones or the or the uh, computer savvy ones and then uh, and then you've got people that are uh, super soft super emotional 
emotional and connected and and deep feeling and are very gentle people and they tend to have soft softer bodies uh, more like yoga yoga type bodies and uh, and they like one-on-one if they get in a mall or someplace like that they they get overwhelmed and uh, and can feel very overwhelmed by by any high energy or uh, or or loud noise or bright lights or dark dark too dark or just the extremes uh, make it they're very sensitive to all those things so we call those people the emotional intelligence specialists and we all know these people we all know people that are a little bit up in their head and then we other know people that are super soft and super sensitive and then and then we have people that are uh, that are team what we call team players uh, but uh, they're not um, uh, uh, you know, they, they are, they're, they're, they're the people that, that are your best friend. Uh, they are, they're not out for themselves. They are, they are for you. They're sort of like, what are you doing? And how's your day? And how can I help? And, and they're all about, they're all about you and they're warm and friendly and they give big hugs and they tend to hug a lot. So, uh, and those are people that we call team players. They like to, they like to be connected with you at a party. They go to every person and make them feel good. And, and they're, and they're very good at that. So, uh, and, and, and so that's, and so that's a third one we call those the team players. We all know those people. They're the ones that are always there for you when you're sick and, and call you and have something nice to say. And they will almost always put you ahead of them. They will rarely put themselves first. And, uh, and then we have, and then the next one, the, the, the fourth one is what we call the knowledgeable achiever. And they are the ones that always have all, every hair is always in place and, this, and, the, and their clothes are pressed and they are excellent at whatever they do and they study things and they tend to get very good grades. They tend to be re- very well organized. Uh, not all of them, but most of them have very neat homes and, uh, and are excellent at staying on time and, and doing things uh, in, in a successful way. They often have degrees, multiple degrees, and and do very well in college and higher education and or in business. And they are very good at sticking with something and organizing something and seeing the big picture. So we call those people the knowledgeable achievers. And we know those people uh, and, and because because they seem like they have it all together all the time. And uh, and when, they, when you have someone like that, that's a knowledgeable achiever. And then you have the, the last one, or our fifth one is... Um, is the charismatic leader what we call the charismatic leader and they're and they're people that are just high energy and 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 they have a charisma or an or a an, an, an aura around them that you just want to be around they are by their nature they're inspirational they have they have big juice and energy and they speak well and they and they and they uh, tend to be uh, very good at at going for the what we call going for the for the for the big for the big play in uh, in sports they're going for the jugular they are they're the ones you want to get the ball in their hands at, at the buzzer because they have this they have this natural uh, warrior kind of survival survival instinct and uh, and so they are uh, they're the they're the ones that we call the charismatic leaders they're also the the charmers they're the ones who make you feel great about yourself when they're they can they can just sort of say something nice to you and you're like oh my god that person that what that person thinking I'm cool and nice is really really awesome and uh, and they they tended to be the cool kids in high school uh, and then the, the the sort of the charming the ones that that date a lot through uh, and and have many many relationships through college and and, and all and they and uh, but they but they are uh, they're the people that um, 
uh, you know, that, that, that really inspire us when they're in their core and when, they're, and when they stand up and speak. Uh, they're the actors and the actresses and the politicians that really when they stand up and speak, we really listen to them. So, so those are the five. We've got the creative people. We've got the feeling people. We've got the caretaking and, and, and you know, team playing people. We have the achieving type of people. And we have the leading people who can lead in both directions, both good and bad. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but, but they are the but they have the big energy and they are usually when we're talking about relationship they're the most seductive and people will get they will have the most relationships and and also uh, they they will have the the situation where because they relationships come easily to them they don't always stay with the relationship so they'll often have very volatile and high energy relationships for a short period of time and then and then move on so four years five years that that sort of thing until they find sort of their own groove and, and find their own their own place and then they'll have long-term relationships now one of the things that that i talked about in the opening monologue was this thing where you know we've kind of got to give each other what we need and it would be helpful you know in high school if this material was out for young dating people so that as they grow they could you know understand what they need and you know who might be good matches for them because you know otherwise you know we just kind of match up for you know whatever reason and you know, there's a lot of us that have had long-term relationships that didn't work out. And, you know, and I can see that now. I can see, like, when I look at your book and you match them up, um, why some would work and some would work at, not work. What do you do when you're um, – and this might be better, you know, to really expand in the next segment. But what do you do when you're married to someone and you look at this and you go, wow, we should – like, not that we shouldn't have gotten married, but we're two types in this that – you know, really don't line up nicely in the stars. Well, if you got together to begin with, and, and this is something for, for folks that, that are, you know, that are listening and, they, and they've uh, either been through a relationship uh, or in a relationship, uh, it's, it, the first relationship is often, uh, is often the right relationship energetically. You, uh, even if it didn't work out, there, were, there, were, there was something that you needed from that other person. So, for instance, charismatic leaders, uh, the, the, so the highest sort of energy person, needs really needs the, the 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 team player who likes everybody and is willing to put up with volatility and 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 change and the, the charismatic leaders are always changing and and they can be upset about things and they can be very passionate about things and the and the team player is very even and right down the middle of that very very solid and so and so the team player is actually an excellent person for the charismatic leader unless the charismatic leader is you know is, is unaware uh, that people unlike them uh, you know are are you know aren't aren't good and so and so they are, are aware they start thinking you know if you were more like me you need to be more charismatic you need more out there and you need to be more up and the team player can't do it and so they'll start judging each other the team player will judge the charismatic leader as being too narcissistic or too too selfish and and because they would never be and then the charismatic leader looks at the team player and says come on you need to do more you need to get out more you need to be more your own person start your own business do your own thing and the team player can't do it and so and so the so the the balance there is that is that you have to figure out where where the real balance is and sometimes it's it's been lost at early in the relationship 
Well, and I think sometimes what initially attracts us to another person might end up not being so attractive because of our own expectations. Now, I'm going to take us to commercial break, and we're going to talk about expectations of what we think we should be versus who we really are, along with the same thing with our spouses and partners. This is Sandra of Motherhood Talk Radio. We are visiting today with Reese Thomas. His book is The Five Life Purpose Profiles. You're going to want to check it out. It's an easy read. It's a fun read. It's kind of like a expanded smart person's Cosmo quiz, um, a complete with a analysis. Like I, I couldn't put it down the first night I got it. I read it cover to cover till like two o'clock in the morning. So when we come back from the break, we're going to visit more with Reese Thomas and the five life purpose profiles. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Got my dreams, got my life, got my love. Got my friends, got the sunshine above. Why am I making this hard on myself when there's so many beautiful reasons I have to be happy? Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Do you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to the living room a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. 
Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Reese Thomas of the Five Life Purpose Profiles. And I think, you know, on break, Reese and I were talking, I think before we get into, you know, what happens when you don't get your needs met, I think we should start with, and, you know, Reese brought this up, and I think it's a great uh, place to begin. What do people really want? Um, And Reese, I'm interested in this for a couple reasons, because I've seen, you know, my kids grow up and, you know, in the initial stages they wanted, like my one son just wanted a pretty girl. And then he's like, I got a pretty girl and now she's boring. And then he got another girl that he's interested in. And he's like, oh, well, she's pretty and she's nice. He's like, but she's not that interesting. And I've watched him go through these phases of, you know, kind of like, you know, what do I really want? And, you know, I don't know how to help him. I couldn't even help myself. So I'm really excited that you can come and shed some light on this. Yeah, well, I mean, we spend a lot of time. And I, I run a, 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 and for those that are new on the on the uh, on the on the on the show of what we what we've been talking about, I run an energy medicine school, and we spend an enormous amount of time trying to figure out what people really want, and the why, that's why we use the profiles, and that's why I wrote this book, and and in the book it talks a lot about what the real what you what you're real what you really are on the inside and and when you understand who you are and what you are you're going to know that like we talked about the five different people the creative people are going to love to have creativity in their lives and 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 change and and playfulness and and silliness and they're not going to like they're not going to like uh intensity uh very much at all they like they 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 like enthusiasm woo yeah yeah but that but but you know but deep uh you know intensity and passion and anger and things like that it terrifies them so so and 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 then emotional and then the emotional intelligence specialist really desires connection they desire like almost like a soul connection and um and so, and so that that deep heart and soul connection that they desire has to be done one on one. If it's a, if it's a big uh, if it's a big connection, uh, if it's a big group type of thing or or big family, they get lost in that family. They can't they can't deal with that. So they so when you really want to connect and get their needs met, you you fill their needs by by talking quietly, you know, feeling deeply and sharing your sharing your feelings and letting them share their feelings. Uh, and then the team players really get their needs met in relationship, and 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 uh, of course we're talking about relationship, but they really just being in relationship is the fulfillment. And and so oftentimes their partners will be like, well, what what else do you want? And they're like, no, 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 I just want to be with you. And they're like, well, you have to, you must, you must want something more than that. And it's and it's no, no, they really they really get their needs met by. By being in relationship in, and, and, and being able to support each other and, and, and sort of feel like a team, feel like they're connected together as a purpose. And then, then the knowledgeable achievers, the, the achieving types, they, they, you know, they like to make sure that things are, are sort of progressing and doing well and, and, are, and are, have good balance. They're, they're really into balance and they like to see, you know, like to have a certain a life balance. We exercise together. We do this together. We have a nice balance. Together and so the more balance there is in the relationship, the more they like it, and the more it's and the more it's sort of a driven kind of like they like in in relationship to be supported in 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 doing and, and, and making things making things good and better as the relationship goes along, and then the, and then the charismatic leader just basically really loves passion and loves and loves to have have just the really really something exciting happen. The more exciting things are, the more the more they like it, and so those are those are the. Um, 
those are the those are the general ones. But but truly, deep down inside, uh, we do a lot of work with people taking them back to sort of their what they got in their relationships with their parents, and 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 really, this sets us up. For, uh, for to have all sorts of problems, as we talk about the problems in relationships and not getting our needs met, um, if you didn't get something from your parents that you really needed, so so let's say you're a, uh, you know you're a knowledgeable, achieving woman, and and you really needed your mom to see uh, to see you as as an achiever, as someone who's who's capable of of doing amazing things and coming up with amazing solutions the problems, but your mom, who had been programmed to be uh, a, a team player, and, and she was, and she decided that all women should be taking care of things, and you had, you had, let's say you had two or three brothers, and the, and your mom's saying, hey, which is very common for what I, I run into, you know, mom says, hey, you're, you're the girl, you know, we're the women, we take care of the boys, the boys, and like, like somehow they're the achievers, they're the ones that can do it, and you can't, and, and you weren't seen for this quality within you. And so, and so what happens is, is that we decide, and this is where in the book I call it, we make a vow. We make a vow to never show that because we aren't loved for this quality within us that is true within us. And, and you, and you're told, well, that's not good. We don't want to, you know, that's, that's, that's not what I'm going to acknowledge in you. And so you're not seen, heard, or understood for that quality. And what happens at that point is we vow not to have it. And, and it's not that, it's not that we aren't given it later on. It's that when we make that vow, we're pretty angry. It's like we have like a, like a resentment toward, um, toward, uh, toward the parent that didn't give it to us. And so, when we interact with other women, uh, even if they say, wow, you're so amazing and you can do all these things, we won't hear it or we'll think they're kidding or we won't, we won't be able to let that in. And so when we're with a partner, uh, we often ha- aren't, uh, aren't allowing you. Sometimes we'll say, well, what I really want is love. So the emotional intelligence specialist says, I want love. I want, I want a deeper, deeper love and connection. I want to be seen as being this loving person. And their partner invariably loves them with all of their heart. But, but because they had vowed to never need love in a, or, 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 or never believe that someone can actually love them because the person, a, 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 parent, a parent abandoned them or something like that, they, they have this kind of like deep-seated kind of resentment that doesn't let them actually come into the, in, into the relationship fully and receive in the relationship. So there's two things that we really need. We need to be able to ask for our actual needs. I'm hungry. I want to be touched. I want to be held. I want to be told I'm beautiful. I want to be uh, told I'm smart or I want to, I want to, I want to be told and, and seen and heard, you know, for who I am and, and what I am. And, and so that's the first thing we all really need. And we have to be, get in touch with, with what those elements are. The, and the profiles certainly give you the ballpark that you should be looking at. If you've made vows not to be who you are and you have, May vows that you don't have many needs. Uh, that's not really true. We are all these need machines, and um, and then the second need that we have is we need to be we need to be uh, acknowledged for what we do. And so there's a big difference. Some, there's one set of needs that are I need you to help me to give to me, and then another part is I need to be able to give to you my gift. And so in a relationship, 
we tend to pick one side or the other. We tend to either be needy or giving. And, and both people in the relationship, both, both, both people in the relationship need to have both. We need to be acknowledged for what we do and, ex- and let that be accepted. So if someone gives you an enormous hug and loves you, you don't say, oh, you don't mean that or that's not really, you know, you don't reject that. You receive that. And then simultaneously, you can ask that person for that hug when you need it. And, and those, those elements are, are really the, you know, some of the key elements in a relationship that, that people forget. They tend to be always giving and never needing anything. And then, and then their partner can't give to them. And or vice versa, they tend to be always asking or needing, uh, and then and then what happens is is that is that you that that you don't get to give your your greatness, you don't get to give your inspiration to the other person. So does that does that make sense? Well, it does. But my question is because I I get it, like that makes sense, nice neat neat like boxes for me. It, it appeals to my sense of organization. But what mm. happens like with the charismatic leader? Like, and, and I'm asking this because I am one. I think you know at least part part of the way but um a lot a lot of the way (laughs) a lot lot of the way but sometimes i'm like you know because i've been watching this reese like as i got back to work you know over the holidays i read your book again and then i really started thinking about it and there's times where i'm like first of all i think i'm impossible because there are times when i'm like really into being the knowledgeable achiever or i'm in my creative mode and if you try to give me a hug in my creative mode i'm just gonna like stab you with a pencil but if and if I'm in my knowledge thing, if I'm really working hard, like I, I have this little, you know, um, robot that, you know, like you can press his back and he fires fake lasers. And I will actually do that if people are bothering me and I don't look up from my computer and they don't go away. I just push the button and it shoots little fake lasers at them. But that there are times when I'm the team player and I want to like, oh, group hug. <laughs> so what the hell do you do with someone like that? Well, it's it, the first thing is is that is that you have to realize you are that person, and 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 if you are if you are that person, you have to realize that you're not actually being a creative idealist or a team player or a uh, knowledgeable achiever. Uh, you didn't you didn't mention the uh, the emotional intelligence specials, but I'm sure there's times when you when you you know you get that super emotional element as well, and you want to just sort of hunker down and have have a nice cup of tea or something with someone, but but. But keep in mind that that it's all on your terms. And that doesn't make you like my brothers and sisters call me like the big old spoiled brat because it is always on my terms. It's always on your terms. And so when you own that it's always on your terms, you will you will then realize that each one of those is an amazing acting job that you do. It's not a real act. I mean, it's really who you are. Those are really qualities that you have and they're qualities that you're being called to share in this moment. But you're not but you but you need to be really clear that other people aren't going to get that. So when you're, when you're conscious that you're this charismatic leader that, that changes from moment to moment, from time to time, from person to person, from situation to situation, you need to make sure that, you are, that you're able to convince and inspire the other people how to, how, you know, how to see you that way. So once again, you want to be seen and heard and understood. And that means that when you're, when you're that creative idealist person, uh, you, you, you say, hey, listen, nobody touches me. Nobody comes near me. I'm in my creative <laughs> mode. Okay, listen, I got to take us to commercial break. I love that. I, you know, and I think part of it is articulating some of this stuff. So I'm really thankful for you to give us the words that we can choose to communicate. We come back from the break, we're going to talk more with Reese Thomas and his book, The Five Life Purpose Profiles. 
Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. Lovers, they may. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better, forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. As your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds. Trying to keep your head up to the sky. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and this is Motherhood Talk Radio. Now we're about halfway through the show today. So if you like this show, you can find uh, hundreds of hours like it on iTunes under Motherhood Talk Radio. You can go to our website, motherhoodtalkradio.com, or you can go to our host station, Toginet, that's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com for this show and other shows like it. Because I think you're going to really want to hear the other shows um, in this series. And if you go over to my sister, or I guess my brother's show, 
Coach Talk Radio, we apply a lot of these principles to uh, business, to you know, working with people, and it's really important, I think, that we identify these things because I know, Reese, I'm not saying that this knowledge would have saved my marriage, but I will say it probably would have made it a lot less painful for everybody involved if I had known some of this stuff and I had known that these are characteristics of myself that are found in the population as opposed to me just being like the the whack job train wreck. You know, I really thought that that's what it was. I thought I was scatterbrained, you know, the things, the labels that were given to me by teachers growing up, like, oh, you're scatterbrained, you can't focus, and, you know, you're, you're civil, you know, with five different personalities or whatever. And I think when we we adopt some of these beliefs, it makes it even harder. But, you know, one of the things that when you were talking about this, I thought about like my dad, a charismatic leader. Well, when dad is working, you know, you don't bother dad. If dad is at the kitchen table, right in the middle of the house doing something, you don't make noise, you don't bother him. But, you know, my mom, who, uh, you know, was also, I think, a charismatic leader. I'm not sure. I, I have to really think on these things, but we could just go up and bug her anytime we wanted. There was like no boundary there. <laughs> you know, she could be in the bathroom. We walk right in. Mom, I need this. And I think there's something to be said about not only your profiles, but kind of culturally what we hold is acceptable. And then what our own core beliefs are about who we're supposed to be in the roles we play, especially like as a wife or a husband. I thought I was supposed to be all these things as a wife that I'm really not. And now I realize like, ooh, I can be a wife in my own way. A little late, but... (laughs) Yeah, for for sure, and and uh, you know I, I I can tell you when I, when I was uh, uh, raising my children and um, and my ex uh, you know was uh, was also running her own business. I we both ran our own businesses. I got a lot more time in my office by myself without getting bothered by by my two boys uh, because dad you know that was just sort of like an accepted social norm. Uh, and of course, not only sort of not noticing that in a convenient way for you know for the person who gets the advantage there uh, uh, you know can cause can cause some stress in a relationship when one partner is doing a lot more than the other partner uh, in some areas that's another area you know an, an element of, of what of what causes relationships to, to have trouble and so each each person in the relationship really needs to own that your dad needed that connection with the children just as much as 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 your mom did the difference is is that culture says, that society says that moms are supposed to connect with children all the time and dads are only supposed to do it when it's convenient for them. And, and so, and so both of them didn't get their real needs met. The real need is that, is that you should interact with children when you feel like interacting with your children. And when you don't feel like interacting with your children and have something to do in your life, you go do it. And, and that's what the children need modeled. (laughs) Uh, And, 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 and then of course, in our, in a, in society, uh, men don't get hugged as much. They don't get as much uh, uh, programming around that, and so they they tend to believe and vow not to need that. And when the, and they and they go off to work or they go off and play golf and they do these things, and they don't need the family the deep, the bigger family connection because they've actually vowed not to not to need it. The truth is that they do need it. We all need it. When think about a, a, a small child, every small child needs to be hugged. There are so few. I can't imagine that there's any 
anybody that comes on the planet, even even the ones that are, are sort of the you know the the autistic children that's like you can't grab, you can't hold them or anything. Every human being needs to be held and loved and and cherished and focused on and 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 given attention. Well. You know, that doesn't change throughout life. The needs you had when you were three and two are exactly the same right now. And each of us had unique needs, and certainly the charismatic leader needs more attention. The knowledgeable achiever needs to be given more sort of time to, to work their things out. The team players need to be, you know, you know, pay, you know, been, you know, sort of told that they're told that they're good and helpful, and and uh, and emotional intelligence specialists need love, just sort of like this gentle love. And creative idealists need someone to just be silly with them and to and to tell stories and to make things up and be creative. So each of us have these these, these needs as we as we talked about, but but that that cultural kind of like your dad your dad didn't have to deal with that. That was actually it, it. It kept him from being actually in relationship with you because of the because of the rule. And when you own your profile, you start realizing your mom very possibly was a charismatic leader too. But charismatic leader women played the role of team player, which meant I don't get to set my boundaries, and uh, and and so she didn't. Uh, so your mom probably had both charismatic leader and team player in her, and and that team player won every every time. And so you, so you all got to uh, all the children got to di- dictate her boundaries. Whereas your whereas your dad's boundaries were too thick, and he didn't get his fully needs met because he did need you to invade his invade his boundaries sometimes and remind him that you're there and that that you really need him and you really want to be with him. Uh, and and you stopped wanting to be with him and vowed to not want to be with. Him because well that's what you do with the dad and that became and that and that triggered your wound around not asking men for what you really want from them and vice versa uh, you know you have the wound where you ask women for more than you actually want from them because it's expected that they say yes no matter what you do so so we so these are all elements that then play uh, play themselves out in our relationships. Uh, uh, you know, and and cause and cause problems. So knowing your profile and knowing who you really are, and knowing what you really need means uh, understanding that that there's no sort of like uh, you know when when you are in your moments when you don't want to have anybody around you when you're in your creative moments it's just you just say i need some time alone here and do this and then and then and after you've gotten that and after you've had your alone time almost invariably you're going to walk out of the room and go where is everybody i want to get and your team player comes in or your emotional development specialist <laughs> That's an and, and it's like and, and it's like, hey, 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 I'm ready now. And they're like, we're not talking to you because you just, you just, you know, disappeared for a week because you were in your thing. And and then, but they're like, no, 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 but I'm really ready now. But so, so when you can communicate that these are all parts of who you are as a charismatic leader, and and the and the other ones won't be as dynamic. Keep in mind, the charismatic leader is going to have many of these, uh, many of these traits. But the, the the knowledgeable achiever will like boundaries. They like setting boundaries, and they like having this. This is my time, and this is what I like to do, and this is what I. But but at the same time, knowledgeable achievers really have very soft hearts, and they need to be even if they're working really hard, pushing themselves at something they want to really achieve at. They need their emotional intelligence specialist spouse, which is their their natural partner, to come in and say, "Honey, you need to stop working. You need to come and sit with me, and we need to just talk. I need to I I need time with you, and you need to be loved, and you need to be, and you can't push yourself like a machine all the time, and so that." 
that person reminds them of that, and 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 so and so and the truth is is that the knowledgeable achiever does need that, and and the emotional intelligence specialist who can't ever let go of you, they're you know they'll be clinging and clinging and oh we'll do this together and let's do that together and let's always be together and let's uh, you know the knowledgeable achiever partner of that of that person says you know you need to you need to take some time and meditate and and do some individual things on your own uh, to really feel and really contain all this amazing love you have uh, and and truly when the emotional intelligence specialist does spend some time alone and you know walks in the woods and does what they, you know does what they what they really uh, uh, you know love to do and and they build the love and then they would come back in a relationship it's not as much of a of a sort of like a demanding you have to fulfill me it's sort of oh I've got this incredible love that I want to share with you so each of the each of the natural pairings the charismatic leader and the and the um and the team player teach each other. The, charis- the team player teaches the charismatic leader how to care about other people. The, t- the charismatic leader teaches the team player how to care about themselves. And uh, and then the you know the emotional intelligence specialist teaches the knowledgeable achiever not to push themselves so hard and how to self love. And then the, then the knowledgeable achiever teaches the emotional intelligence specialist how to set a boundary and to and to contain themselves and their emotions long enough that when they really express them, they're they're really true. And then the creative idealist uh, will will be in relationships that are very fun and playful, more more childlike and 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 creative and imaginative. Uh, and they come into the real deeper sort of emotional relationships, like like in the other in their secondary. So, for instance, I have a creative idealist, but I come into my relationships through my charismatic leader and my emotional intelligence specialist. That's how I I meet my partners. So uh, and so each of us need to know who we are, and then really not hide any of it. Well, and I think it's so important, Reese, you know, you've given me great permission to be who I am without feeling, you know, embarrassed or without feeling like, you know, there was something wrong with it. And, you know, allowing me to explain to the people around me, you know, like, especially my kids, you know, I was talking a little bit in the chat here with our uh, producer, Lisa, you know, how hard it is, especially as working moms or charismatic leader moms, you know, when we need to do some things, we need to get it done. It really does hurt their little feelings when you say like I can't right now and I know all kids need to wait and I I get all that but it really is I think the charismatic leader maybe more of anybody spends more time rejecting people um, until they can get what they need to done or get through whatever they're going through I think that I think that that that's it is true. Charismatic leader, knowledgeable achievers do the do the same thing. Uh, you know, they it's sort of like when I'm done with this, then we'll then I'll then I'll deal with you. The emotional intelligence specialists and the team players who are who are other person more other person oriented. There there are they. Um, uh, they they need to be in relationship to kind of decide to, to define themselves, and we can talk about that when we come back from the break. But but they 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 are uh, they're they're not going to be as independent. They're going to be more more connected. We are visiting today with Reese Thomas. His book is The Five Life Purpose Profiles. You're going to want to get a copy wherever books are sold. Uh, you can also get it at lifepurposebook.com. It's a great read. It's going to help you see people in a whole new way, and it's going to make things easier, especially if you're somebody like me that sometimes has a little difficulty figuring out what's going on. Uh, we'll be back again after the break. Oh, 
Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. I am beautiful. Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velocity is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures. To her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons, her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Information about book publishing is power, the power to change your authoring life, and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Riles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here on Motherhood Talk Radio, and we are visiting today with Reese Thomas, and we're talking about the five life purpose profiles. And I think, Reese, you know, this has been so good for me, you know, to identify both of my kids, because, you know, my kids are like Niles and Frazier from the TV show, and... 
um, they're real particular kids. They're really interesting kids and they're, you know, they're really bright. I'll just say that as a bragging mom, but I don't always get their needs. Like I don't always, and obviously they're kids, so they're not going to be able to articulate other than like, mommy, put your phone down. Like they articulate that pretty good. Um, but you know, my one son needs a lot of emotional support. Like he's my feeler and, you know, he really, you know, I can hug him and I can talk to him and bring it down. And then my other one, my little team player, like we have to do buddy exercises. Like, you know, we'll play a game. We'll go kick the ball around. We'll go for a run. You know, we'll, we'll play baseball, you know, we'll do things. And that's how he processes things and gets his needs met. And if I go in and play video games with my older son, you know, I love to blow him up. I just got to say as the charismatic leader, I love to shoot my own child um but you should try you should try paintball oh yeah well they i would just yeah i love paintball (laughs) yeah Yeah. when i when i when i started going in and uh and playing paintball with my with my sons there was a there was there was a a little more pleasure than i should have gotten out of shooting them so so yes yes it's kind of a yeah it's fun it's fun to play of course of course they were better than me so i was the one getting shot more than them but when they get old enough, I'm going to take them. Because when I worked for Disney and we used to do these paintball things with the other studios with uh, CBS and ABC. And all I did, Reese, we play out here in Southern California in this big outdoor field in the mountains. And I would just get to the sniper tower. Once I'd get up, that's all I cared about in the whole game was get to the top of the sniper tower and then just pick people off as they ran by. Horrific. But but I loved it. Perfect. Perfect for a charismatic leader. It's <laughs> perfect so, for a charismatic leader. So, so I want I wanted to just sort of as as we're sort of finishing this up, um, I, I I do an enormous amount of work with uh, you know with obviously with the students in the school. I have a three year healer training program uh, in energy medicine, and this is the this is the sort of the the, the cornerstone piece of it, understanding your profile. And there there are two things to understand. One one is one is that is that you you always have the same energies and profiles that your parents had. Uh, they you you pick your parents, they don't pick you. And uh, and and you pick them specifically to give you every ounce of energy you need in your life to live your life purpose. And and so and so doing a little studying on your parents, not what they did with their energy, but what their energy had the potential of doing. That's the key. And so often parents are not the ones that you you know you vow not to be like them. But when you vow not to be like a parent, like I don't, I'm not going to be mean like my dad or or, or too too like a doormat like my mom. You know, when you vow not to be a certain behavior, in your mind you're thinking, hey, that was just a behavior I, de- I decided not to do. How bad could that be? But a child a child can't distinguish between the person and the behavior. And so when when you're a child and you say, I'll never be like that. You decide not to ever use that energy. And when you decide not to use that energy, you will not be able to either deal with that energy in relationship or express it in your life in a healthy way. And so you are you're you're actually going into each day with a lot less energy, a lot less a lot less game than you should have. So that's the first that's the first thing sort of like thing to really consider. You really want to you really need to dig into to who you are and also into your profile, but then also look at how where did I get this profile from? Where is it from? And then when you look at your own children, realize that that the reason they can get you so easily in you know and, and get under your skin is because is because they also 
are you and have and, and are actually going to express the energies you didn't use in your life in a way in, in that way so so you vowed never to show your energy never to never to be this person well it didn't mean that you didn't then they, your children didn't inherit the energy to be able to do that and then they do it and then you're like well wow i would never do that and that's nothing like me and it's god knows i'd never be like that and 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 you do the same thing with your spouse and and so learning who you are and learning what you're really capable of is is really important that's that's the first part the second really big message here going sort of going out the door with 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 you know using profiles in relationship is when i work with students on their relation on 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 their relationships it always starts with the person it always starts with really understand who you are and really love yourself really begin to love this quality within you as you're sandra as you're loving your charismatic leader more you're seeing that it applies to everything and and, and it's a great thing to bring in all areas unless you're the one that rejects it when you stop rejecting your great qualities, what happens is, is that you'll start noticing that your children behave differently around you. And this is what I get from students. They'll, they'll come in and, they'll, and they will say, uh, I just had this in the last class. A student came up, and uh, the first year student, they've only done two classes. They came into the third class and they said, oh my God, I went home and my spouse, whom we haven't really talked about, whatever there was a financial issue or something going on or some sort of uh, you know, betrayal that, that, went, that went on. And, and, and she said, he just started talking to me in a way he hasn't talked to me in like 15 years. And, and I didn't do anything. Well, and I said, I said, well, you did do a lot. You spent two weekends being totally yourself. And when you went home and you were who you actually are, not the person that you, that's still angry about this thing or, or, or resistant to this, you were just open that allowed your partner then to come into their core elements as well. And so uh, the biggest part of making a relationship work is be yourself. And don't be the self that you think you should be. Be the self that you are born to be. And that's what, that's what the Discover Your Purpose book is really about. It's like there's a part of you in there that you vowed not to be, but it's really the essence of what's going to make you happy and make your relationship work. So... I, I want to just go back to that for a minute about the change yourself, change your relationship, change your life. Because one of the things that you talked about, you know, was that lady who came home and, and changed everything. It really does work. I can tell you after reading your book, Reese, and really embracing who I am rather than, like I said, being embarrassed by it or thinking there was something wrong with it, I could fully step into that part of myself because you know people say the words be yourself all the time like lisa just said be yourself woohoo uh our producer but what <laughs> does that really mean like that's one of those words like take care of yourself you know be yourself we use those words so much but how do you actually do that and right here in your book is the how like you know we're going to wow people with the how because you can look at this book find yourself and go okay these are the qualities i recognize in myself that if i bring forward or at least this is what i did reese i yep. looked at this and thought if these are the qualities that i'm going to bring forward i'm no longer going to hide them i'm no longer going to be embarrassed about them i'm going to embrace them like the ugly you know cousin from rochester and <laughs> All of a sudden, they blossomed into this beautiful thing for me. You know, my, my, my relationships changed with my kids, and they became more themselves as a result, which was really fun to watch. 
it is, and it's it's truly, you know, it's truly what other people come into relationship with you for. Uh, we're we're so convinced that we're supposed to be what everybody wants us to be, and 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 they do actually in their own mind. It's like I wish you'd just be the way I'd like you to be. Nobody really wants you to be who you are uh, mentally, but emotionally, when you're able to share this sort of deeper truth within you, this sort of this fun, this person that just loves herself, it allows the other person to. to it disarms everybody. It just sort of allows other people to say, oh, yeah, so if that person loves who they are, I ought to be able to love who I am. And I love being around that person because they're not in resistance to me and they're, and they're, and they're, and it's really fun to play with them and be with them and connect with them. So, so yeah, so, you know, changing, changing yourself. And, and the, the biggest thing about what you just said was it's so important. When you learn to love who you really are, quirky and all the crazy stuff that we have within us, which is in the book as well, all the quirky, crazy things that we do, including our defense, when we know who we are, we know what we're bringing to a relationship. When we think we know who we are, we end up getting stuck in this idea that this is also what I bring to the relationship, and usually you don't. What you actually bring to the relationship is something much greater than this, than this perfection that you have in your mind as to how you ought to behave or they ought to behave. There's this amazing awakening going on in each moment where each of you discovers each other more and more and plays with life rather than tries to make it the perfect relationship. Well, and being the perfect relationship, you know, being the perfect person, you know, we're so driven by the media, you know, like, I I love the Brady Bunch, you know, when I was little, and my son actually takes acting classes from Cindy Brady, Susan Olson, who's just delightful. But there's part of me in the classroom that wants to step in and go, do you guys realize what you did to all of us as a nation? Like, we all try to fit into the, you know, Brady mom mold. And oh, this is a blended family. And look how great it works. You know, all this stuff. The media really dictates some of this stuff, and I think, you know, we all need to take a step back and go, okay, that's media, that's TV, what is real? But it's hard, Reese. It's a very, very hard thing to identify who you are. Now, I've got to close this out for this show. This is Motherhood Talk Radio. We're visiting today with Reese Thomas. You're going to want to find his book, Reese Thomas, The Five Life Purpose Profiles. Go ahead and look it up. You're not going to be uh, disappointed. It's fun. It's easy to read. There's, there's pictures. There's diagrams. There's charts. It's not hard to understand this. Some of these books, you know, have to have a PhD to understand what the author is saying. This is not one of them. Uh, this is Sandra Beck for Motherhood Talk Radio. We're going to be back again with uh, great guests next week that make parenting fun, that allow us to be all that we can be as mothers, as women, as friends and lovers. More next week when we come back. Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Motherhood Talk